The Nathan, Nat and Sean podcast. Hi, everybody. Yo! Right. Today we're going to find out why it's nice for someone to leave a note um, because when you open something, it could be terrifying. Tell you what, those stories are great, by yeah, the way. Yeah, cracking stories. Sometimes um, you need to find a bit of a hack, a bit of a workaround, a bit of a system to get past a problem at your place. Some uh, great stories there. Oh, Nelly debuted on Channel 7, as I just <laughs> found out. She tells us what uh, went down on her show. What did that bird have in its mouth? <laughs> that was full on. Good. And, that was and, good. and it was great. Yeah. It was actually great. Can the answer you, to that is great. Can you just order a side? Walk into a restaurant, order a side. And walk out. Yeah, we ask the questions that no one else asks. Because they don't want to. <laughs> the Bite Size Show, when you're on the go. The Nathan, Nat and Sean podcast. On our show, we know what we like and we like mm. what we like. Can so I, true. Can I Never hark, a true word can, spoken. Can we hark back to the day that we saw something amazing outside of the window? You're talking about the crow that had the cracker. The, the a biscuit. Or the cracker, Sean. It was, well, a, it was a fully blown biscuit. We had biscuit. this discussion. No one was really sure what kind of biscuit slash cracker he had. I it was mouth. a Monte Carlo. You say Monte Carlo. Yeah. I say Scotch finger. Well, mate. Oh, no, it definitely wasn't Scotch It was cream filled. <laughs> you think it was cream filled? It was round, oh, anyway. like a Monte Carlo. So, it was just, but that could have been a, a granita or something. It's just a morning. It was just a majestic morning with nature. That was mm. just watching a bird eat a biscuit, mm. bird eating human food. I thought, God, yes. you know what? How that could, is nature. How, how could nature get better than that? Well, I saw this on the news last night. A cockatoo has been caught on camera tucking into a favourite Aussie snack. The bird was spotted devouring a sausage roll in Lane Cove by a Seven News cameraman. He happily pecked at the pastry while another feathered friend looked on. He's, he's holding it like a human. He's got a whole sausage it's roll. It's like it's on the fair. ground and he's pecking at it. And he's sitting on the ground. just having a smoke on. He's like, there's his friend and his friend doesn't have one. Oh, and you know what we do know? It must be a bloody good sausage. Yeah. Because he's no, got no sauce. sauce. <laughs> okay, point. well, we've got to get that up online because yeah, you'll love seeing that, okay? That, oh we'll put God. it on our socials oh, uh, very shortly. You'll be able to check it out. If that was outside of our window, we'd cancel oh, yeah. the show. Absolutely. <laughs> we'd cancel okay, the show. <laughs> we probably still should. It's a really great point. We pushed on when the joint nearly burnt down. <laughs> but no, no, no. He's got a sausage roll. He's got a sausage roll. Let's get out there. The Bite Size Show when you're on the go. The Nathan, Nat and Sean podcast. Last night I had a bit of a late night. We're off to a, a full football event, which was for the uh, Fremantle District, Ferris and Best Night. So all the all the teams that play in that um, area, um, they have individual awards for the age groups from year eight up to year 12. Oh, that would have been um, quick. <laughs> went forever. My eyes are burning this morning. The one thing when you walk into the joint straight away is uh, the funny. It, it would have happened to us because we say different things on the radio. The first person that came up to me was a lady from Rolly Stone and she said, you were talking about a story yesterday, Sean, that a kid got the ball and he ran the wrong way. Oh, yes. And then he booted it to the opposition. That was yeah. not her kid, was that it? That was her son. Oh, <laughs> she got a call Lord from her <laughs> She was absolutely lovely, by the way. Her son's name was Jack, just to give, Jack. Uh, to put him more out there in the spotlight. But Jack went the wrong way. And she, so she got a call from, you know, friends. Oh, yeah. Sean's talking about your son on, uh, <laughs> on the wireless. And then that's the worst when they say, oh, so-and-so told me what you said. Yeah. And then you're waiting to see what their reaction is. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I didn't know what was coming. And she was cool. She was cool. Well, we didn't say anything bad. No, exactly. No. We've all been it's, there. The situation's been there. funny on its own. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was fantastic. Uh, the people were lovely. Uh, there was another young girl who won a Ferris and Best for the year. They have a year not combined, year nine and year 11 competition. And 
and she was from Mundajong, and she's an Australian sprinting champion. Yeah, right. At this stage, she can run the 100 metres in 1186, 11.86. So, so what, she's what, like 15 or something? She wouldn't have been more than 16. Yeah, yeah absolutely, Nat. Can I just say something about women in football? Mm-hmm. Women in football are amazing at something else as well. Yeah. And guys in football are just guys in football. No. no. Guys in football are jets at all other sport. No, all other no, sport. but like yeah. but like they they, they are literally like sprinting. <laughs> they are literally sprinting champions yes. or like soccer like you know what I mean? And, and it's well, because they, it's just new and they've all come, right, from they come from different yeah. other things. That's but it's right. a, it's an amazing thing that they're all mm. this other thing. Yeah, I do agree with you, Nathan. Um, seeing this girl and hearing what she's capable of doing, like her mum was talking to me afterwards telling me that she's getting ready for the Australian Championships and in the not too distant future, Commonwealth Games, Olympic yeah. Games. This mm, is wow. This is what That's she was talking about, and you think, yeah. "Oh my God, she's playing local footy." The next yeah. Pearson. Yeah, absolutely, with a better personality. Well, there no you question. go. You've got to be happy with that, <laughs> hey. Um, and uh, finally, the one that I want to talk about really is to, uh, uh, well, give my love to my son Lachlan, who did mm. very well last night, and he won his. Uh, Ferris and Best for his age group in his division. And he has missed a lot of games of footy this year. He's fractured his uh, his leg. And I thought that he would probably get rolled. In fact, I was that dad all the time said, oh, look, you've done really well, but, yeah. you know, you're not, yeah. you can't win. Yeah. You can't. It's yeah, impossible. It's not happening. Um, but he ended up holding on because he had a sizable lead and ended up winning last night. And uh, I'm super proud of him because I put him under enormous pressure. <laughs> <laughs> so he's the team. one who's had to bear the, the weight of expectation being the firstborn. But also you coached him for a lot of his yeah. junior yeah. career and mm. that's a lot for any yeah. kid to put up. Yeah, oh. absolutely, Nat. Definitely. I actually remember the day driving past the park where he was breaking his own leg. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I had to push him down the stairs. <laughs> but he was really happy with the pressure. <laughs> there has been times that I don't miss him when he's not played well and if he hasn't done the team yes. things when I was coaching him. I'm not coaching him this year, but I've let rip on him big time so, because I didn't want to be a soft one against your own son in the team. Yeah, I know what you're saying, but sometimes you swing too far the other way. Probably. Um, you didn't coach him this year. Has he ever won the district fairest and best before? No, you might want to look so, into that now. <laughs> so while you coached him, as soon as you stopped coaching him, he just flourished he's, and flew. He, he's absolutely blossomed, that. So uh, there you go. Parents Ima- who are coaching their sons and yeah, daughters. I know there's it. lots of them. Just step aside. Hey, imagine what your kids would turn into if you weren't living with them. <laughs> well, I'm happy home as it is. Yeah, that's true. amazing. Nathan, Nat, Sean, Nova, 937. Snakes. Okay. Now they love snakes. See you later. Terrible situation. Correct. Concerned Queensland motorists has left behind a handwritten note on a car windshield because they saw a snake go under the bonnet. The the note read, do not drive your car. There is a snake underneath or in your motor. Call a snake catcher for your own sake, please. This is no joke. How's that for a note on on uh, that? that, You would just freak out. I would just um, throw a match on the car and walk away. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, they called a snake handler. Um, Snake handler opened up the bonnet because the family refused to open Mm. it up. Um, Because you don't know what's going to happen. I know. Remember when Ken Ken Jeon, or is that that him from The Hangover? He jumps out of the boot naked. (laughs) (laughs) I can just imagine opening up the boot. He's like, It was 1.6 metre um, python snake. Oh, sorry, carpet python snake. snake. Yeah. So so in the, in terms of snakes, that's the more harmless. Yeah, it's harmless. Variety. But who knows? 1.6 metres, that's a fair... That's, that's like that thing that Britney danced Nearly as tall as me. Oh, stuff that. Carpet snakes, snakes are the ones that lots of people have as pets. Snake's name was Banana, by the way. Um, <laughs> not an important detail. <laughs> no, it is not important to this story. Um, my point is, how good is that person to have let yes. that family know Brilliant. that? 
But, like, if they, they've left the note, but they've left, there's nothing to say that then the snake didn't crawl out again. Yeah, but you know what? They've got they've got lives. They're not going to sit around and just watch a stranger's <laughs> car for snakes comings and goings. <laughs> I think the thing they did was really nice. The other thing oh, about yeah. warning um, the people who had the car, it's, it's really un, uh, unnatural almost when someone says, don't open that or yeah. don't look under but there. You, you the definitely just you want to do, do it, yeah. I like the fact that they added, this is not a joke. As though they've been the recipient on many occasions, or as though they go around doing it occasionally as a joke and not writing. This is this is not a joke. That's a fair call because if Nathan said that to you, you wouldn't believe him unless he said. I never go into my storeroom, um, really, and uh, so whenever I have not the door to go in there, I always just push the door open and have a look first <laughs> because like, you don't know. Like it could no, be a giant ramble. Anyway, yeah. we want to know. Um, if you've opened something, what was there? Like the surprise of opening something. Would you and like to have gotten a heads up about what was on the other side? We'll take good surprises too. Oh, yeah, they yeah. They don't yeah. all have to be hissing yeah, serpents. Yeah, yeah, So what was behind the door when you opened it? The Nathan, Nathan and Sean podcast. So um, imagine coming back to your car, discover a note on there that says, don't get in your car, don't start your car and don't lift the bonnet because there's a snake Yeah, this is not a joke. This is not a joke. That's the important bit. Stuff yeah. that. It wasn't yeah. a joke. There was a snake in there, 1.6-metre carpet python. You don't know what you're going to get when you open something. It would be nice if people left notes. That's what we're talking about right now. <laughs> John's and Craigie. Good morning, John. Hey, how are you? Hey, yeah, good, Johnny. Johnny. What happened? I was looking after somebody's dog overnight in South Perth. Yeah. and I took it for a walk, and then I got in, so I thought I'd get my gear, put it into my car, open the door, leant in to put my bag on my passenger seat, <laughs> and a head came up from the back seat <gasps> oh. and and it gave me a heart attack. And what happened was a guy who was an accountant on a Friday night uh, <laughs> with mass trying to walk past, go past to... Home to Manning and got lost. Yes. Realised my Prado door was open and got in and fell asleep. <laughs> what an absolute blinder. I love you. Oh. And he doesn't know how he got there. And uh, and uh, I, I I freaked. But then in the end, I ended up giving the lift home. And oh, you're a good guy, John. That is nice. That's lovely. Hey, John, how panicky was he when he was trying to explain oh. what he was doing? He he was completely uh, had no idea what how he got there. Oh. He said I was standing around for a taxi, but he'd been in Northbridge, so he walked from Northbridge to South Perth. Wow! And uh, yeah, he must have had a really good <laughs> what a did, he, did he at least do your taxes for free or something? <laughs> no, but he said he didn't get a he does, doesn't go out often. Oh, I wonder if he's going home to a missus or something. I don't know. Imagine the state you're in when you're standing there and then you just look at some stranger's car and go, I live here now. Yep. (laughs) This'll do. That's great. Amazing. Thanks, John. Uh, Melissa's in Seville Grove. Hi, Mel. Hi, guys. How are you? Good, Mel. Okay. Did you get a bit of a surprise? What was there? Uh, It wasn't me. It was my sister. She was uh, about to go use the bathroom. She walks in and there was a dead pig just, Floating in the bath, having a good old time, soaking it up. A dead pig? What? 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 Yeah. What? <laughs> my, <laughs> my dad was getting it ready for a spit the following day. <laughs> okay, that oh requires a warning note. You would have thought it was some kind of... Armageddon <laughs> coming. What suburb do you live in? <laughs> <laughs> dead pigs walking in and dying. In the bath? <laughs> that is, a pig oh just my God. drowned itself in your bath. <laughs> 
Oh, okay, that, I go, that, that required that, a note. Yes, that, and, and that note. would have been easily, don't, like, there's a dead pig in the bath, just so you know. Oh. That should not be the surprise. The Nathan, Nat and Sean podcast. We're discussing when you open the door to something or maybe a hatch, maybe the glove box, whatever it is. Could be a suitcase. Could be. A bum bag, I don't know. You open something and in it. <laughs> a fanny pack. There's a bit of a surprise. And it would have been nice funny. if there'd been a, a note warning you. Absolutely. Ricardo's in Bayswater. G'day, Ricardo. G'day, how are you guys? Hey, Good night, buddy. All right, so this can be a problem. What happened? Uh, I used to uh, pick my grandfather up from the nursing home. We used to grab a couple of nice bread rolls and uh, head down the river and eat them. Oh, yep, that's and lovely. I, I, yep, picked him up this day and uh, we headed down there. And he opened his door and a crow swooped down, took his roll and threw <laughs> out my window. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's his moment. You know, he gets away from the old people's home. Oh, my God. Did you oh, give him crazy. yours? <laughs> Oh, of course we're going on. We, I broke it in half, but we were just too busy laughing about it. We couldn't believe it. Crow swooped down, flew in one door, and straight out the window. Oh, the old bastard gets one special moment. <laughs> I know. One special moment a week. Hey, Ricardo, you got to check out our socials today because uh, Nathan brought it to our attention, uh, a cocky that had a sausage roll in its hand. Yeah, a whole sausage roll. Hey, also, a, 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 a cocky with hands. It's probably it's more amazing. Crazy. Okay, that's... So funny. And oh. how nice that you took your that down to the river. Oh, my God, I'd watch mate. that movie. I'd watch it hard. Amy's also in Bayswater. <laughs> Hi, Amy. Hello. Hi, Ames. Ames. Okay, what have you got for us? Uh, so I used to have a big tank in my bedroom with a goldfish in it. <laughs> and one day noticed there was a goldfish missing. Thought, oh, that's a little odd. So then the next day I was at the shops and I pulled out my purse to go and pay for something and stuck rock hard on the front of my purse was this goldfish. What the hell? Sorry. <laughs> jumped out of the tank and landed in my handbag, which was beside the tank, and it had just dried rock hard. And it absolute life out of me. What a great surprise. Or not so great surprise. <laughs> That's a great no, surprise. It the life it out of me. And I didn't even pool. know how to explain it. To so so the person, was the person at the register looking at you as you had to peel it? Yeah. A- Dead fish off <laughs> Oh, that's next level. the life out of me. Oh. How did you work out that it jumped out of the bowl straight? Because that would have been quite confusing. Yeah, well, it took me a minute to register what had happened and then I quickly put it all together in my head about the missing goldfish and this was in my bag. And You know yeah. what? You know what, though? It's a real indication of your home life, isn't it? When a goldfish has had a look around and said, nah, I'm out of here. I'd rather be on that handbag. I'd rather be on the dry side of this bowl <laughs> than live with this woman. Nathan, Nat and Sean. We have been arguing over something this morning. You Mm. see, um, some days we realise that we deserve over-the-road eggs. They're Mm. eggs that come from over-the-road. So we're all in. We're all going to be ordering it. And then Sean brought pocket eggs. They're eggs that are in his pocket. pocket. (laughs) So anyway... And I said, like, pocket eggs just bring everyone down. It's sad. It's not fun. It's not a place. Oh, okay. It's Hold on a second. You're the one is. who brings people down when you just don't, I don't deserve breakfast this morning. I don't deserve over-the-road-eggs. How often does he say that? Oh, because you know, what, Sean? But you know what, Sean? He's usually right. He doesn't. I don't. <laughs> we have to earn things in life. Let's <laughs> just give so, it a, on a silver platter. So yeah. because we're getting eggs, mm. you're like, well, 
I've got my pocket eggs. Yeah, Maybe eggs. I'll just get some side dishes. Some like, side. But can you have sides if you're not no, having a mulligan? No, no, no. I was abused. I was nearly running out of the studio, particularly by Sean, who's behind uh, the market this morning. I just pointed out that a side is on the side of something. Mm. It's a side. It's going to be on the side of my pocket eggs. Can you see what's happening? So, so, yeah, we're like, sure. can you just order a side? Jermaine's the one that has to go over to the restaurant. <laughs> I cop it all. Jermaine, are you okay with this? Well, I feel like everyone's ordering food at the moment. So you adding just one side just makes everything. <laughs> yeah, but, but that, that is, this is the experiment. You can't add the side onto one of ours. You have to say in separate order with Sean's card, you have to say, I'd like a side of mushrooms and see what they say. They always get the order wrong. <laughs> well, so don't say that before be you go over. Thing. What if the radio is on? Well, you heard me. people listen outside here. They're going to spit in all the eggs. Are you kidding me? We distance ourselves from that and love everything you do. Once they didn't even give me my bacon. Oh, yeah. It wasn't crispy. I think you had a salmon bagel without the salmon too. That's All right, so Sean, you give me money, yeah? You give yes, me give card? Five, okay. five dollars. What, what do you um, want though? He just, he just wants you want for one Sean side. one side of mushrooms. That's it. Yeah. So that's <laughs> you. So you got to order a side and see if they'll give us a side. What, do you Quite want a like a side serving of it, or do you want like a full mushroom? What's like on the menu, Jermaine? Yeah, it says side, side, side mushrooms. Okay, all right. So all right, okay. Okay. yep, yep. Just asking it down. As you wish, Your Majesty. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> no, no, this is great. Okay. Now, now go and get our food. I'm so embarrassed. It's going to be so embarrassing. Yeah, no, good. that's why we're not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I really, oh, I really hate my job. <laughs> he doesn't, he loves it. Okay, I'm going to see if you can just it. order a side coming up soon. Oh, I know, everyone's <laughs> beside themselves. Hi! Nathan, and Sean. Quite the um, investigative report that we're Well, no one else is going to do it. That's Literally, great. no one would. That is true. <laughs> uh, so... We're getting over the road eggs this morning for breakfast, and that's eggs that come from over the road. Sean brought his own pocket eggs, eggs and I've that... just scrambled them. By the way, they're in the microwave as we speak, guys. They're eggs that he brings in in his pocket, mm-hmm. and uh, Sean said, "Well, can I just go and can I just get like a side of mushrooms?" And said, I was you attacked. Just, you can't just walk in and just get kind of a side. Nathan of was very outraged. You can't because a side is. Is a side. Yeah. It belongs on the side of something. Well, it's going to. My own pocket eggs is going to belong to. Yeah, but usually the side comes from the place where the side comes from. <laughs> You've lost like where the main comes from. <laughs> so, we're not going to do it. No, no. Jermaine, who runs over begrudgingly and gets his breakfast, um, he went over the road. to the. Are we even naming the place? No, you guys said the bacon was cold one day. <laughs> or oh, whatever. No, no. The place is amazing. I don't know. They, there's a reason we keep going back. Yeah. And uh, Jermaine decided to see if you can actually order just a side. Let's have a listen. Um, yeah, this, okay, the next one's a cash order. Now, this one you have to get right, otherwise I'll be crucified. Okay? Okay. Yell at her. <laughs> no, I'm not yelling. <laughs> so all I need is just a side of mushrooms. Just a mushroom. Oh, that's all right. What? That's okay? Yeah, easy. You're okay with that? Just like just a side of yeah, mushrooms? Of oh, okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. Sean ordered, ordered this. <laughs> it can be done. It can be done. She yeah. was saying very accommodating. She did. Just I don't lovely. think she knows the rules. She's gone. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be fired after tomorrow. No sides. We don't serve. No sides. <laughs> Must have a main. Uh, oh, sure. no. so you can go into a restaurant. Well, that one anyway. No, I'm going to say for all of them now. You can go to a restaurant and just order sides. <laughs> 100% of funny. the restaurant survey. Test yeah, it out yeah. today. Mm, science. It's a bowl of mashed potato. Nathan, Nat, Sean, Nova.
937. Yesterday we're having a bit of fun talking about um, when you had to pay twice for something. Yeah. Yep. You know, and uh, we got a phone call from Mitch from Bullsbrook and he told us a really funny story. Uh, once upon a time, about 10 years ago, we had this uh, rental with terrible phone reception. <laughs> and um, for some reason, when you put your phone on top of this metal kettle, it was really great. And you got awesome reception. And that's just how it was in our house. You put your phone on the kettle, you know, and you get, your phone rings and you go outside and that's just how it worked. Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, all good. So that was our system. That was our little mini phone tower. So what it. ended up happening is um, he couldn't find his phone. Long story short, um, he found it in the kettle and they've been bawling it for the last couple of weeks. <laughs> so he had to buy a new one for 1000 bucks. No Laura. Motorola Razor, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flash so the phone. good gear, yeah. But what we loved about that is I think that everyone can experience a time in life, it might be now, it might have been before, where the place that you're living or the place that you're working, yeah. you have to put a particular quite unusual system in place yes. for you to be able to live there. Like putting your phone on top of a kettle to get reception. Yeah, friends of mine <laughs> lived in a beautiful terrace home in Richmond in Victoria. This is when I was at uni. Mm-hmm. And um, in order to get television reception, they discovered, because they, they were just complaining for so long that it was so bad, then one day somebody brought the shopping home in a shopping trolley from the supermarket and parked it in the lounge room and the reception all of a sudden was magnificent. Really? So the shopping trolley acted as an aerial so the shopping trolley stayed. That's You'd walk into their lounge room, what's the shopping trolley for? Oh, that's so we could get good reception. It's like for magazines yeah. and to put your scatter cushions <laughs> yeah. when you're yeah. the ground. I know, that's right? That's great. Bite Size Show, when you're on the go. The Nathan, Nat and Sean podcast. So we are talking about, well, the systems that you have to put in place are maybe a bit unconventional, but it's what you have to do to get things working. When I was at uni, my car required a hammer to start it. I had to tap the solenoid with the hammer in order to get it going because the starter motor was on the blink. <laughs> Did you, like, carry it around and have, like, a fin- uh, pink fairy keyring hang on? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just kept it in the car and then pulled it out when required. It was annoying. Irritating. I didn't think that happened anymore. I thought that we're in such a consumable place these days that everyone just sort of, like, gets a new thing nowadays. Well, well I, was, on yeah, I was a student. No, but so I'm saying yeah. these no. days about oh, boy- yeah. his boyfriend's mm. car at all. I love that. Mm. Danielle's in Beachborough. Hello. Hi, guys. Hi, Danielle. What have you got in place to get something to work? Um, it was actually when I was younger. Um, my parents had one of those really old fat-back TVs, mm. and it was kind of um, the only one that could use. And in the mornings, it wouldn't switch on. So somehow me and my brother discovered that... Um, we had to put a blanket over it to keep it warm so it would eventually <laughs> It didn't like the cold. So, I don't like the cold. Yeah. I'm very So you would, you would put a blanket over top of it and then wait 10 minutes until it warmed up and then turn it on? Yeah, sometimes it was 10 minutes. Sometimes it just wouldn't turn on and we wouldn't get to watch cheese. So if you put the blanket on at, at, when you went to bed, it would still be warm enough in the morning? Actually, we never tried that. Oh, we could have done come that, on. Though. I know. A TV, it's like a budgie. A fat yeah. back TV that needed a doona <laughs> to be able to be comfortable enough to turn on. <laughs> that is so it's good. brilliant. The Nathan Nats and Sean podcast. We were having a bit of a laugh yesterday when uh, Mitch called us and told us that one of the houses he used to live in, in order to get phone reception, he had to put his phone on top of the kettle. And that was the best place in the whole house. <laughs> that is so good. We're hearing those stories right now. Claire, our producer, you've got one for us, Claire. Yeah, it's actually my mother-in-law, mm. uh, and I don't actually know how she discovered this. I'm seeing her today, so I'm going to ask her, but every time she uses her oven, which she loves, loves the way it cooks, she has to put a butter knife in the side of the door and sort of wedge it a certain way for the oven to actually turn on. So you have to slide <laughs> a butter knife. Claire, and so, my parents keep theirs closed with an Allen key. 
That's drilled into the wall because the latch snapped. So oh, really? I don't know if it's shut. I don't yeah, know if it's shut. keeping it shut or if it's putting it on a certain angle or exactly what it's doing. Um, so it won't turn on unless that's Yeah, it won't yes, work. And I have been over there once on my own before wanting to put something in the oven yeah. and remembered that you have to put a butter knife in there and I'm shoving this butter knife in and it's a particular knife. Like it's just sitting on the... Oh, it's yeah. not just any yes, old no, knife. No, no, sitting on the bench ready to go. That would have been a really good day when she found the perfect butter knife to actually do what she needed to do for that. Amazing. Travis is in Belia. Hello. Good morning. Hey, Travis. Okay. Now, have you had to develop a bit of a system to get around a problem? Yeah, it wasn't myself, but my dad, um, we grew up in an old weatherboard home, and uh, dad and his mates decided to build on a, a room out the back, a bit of a pool room, yeah. and the door over time decided to fall down off its hinges slightly, so the old man uh, used one of those half-pool cues to put <laughs> on the floor yeah. so the door could slide up it into its latch every time we wanted to open and close that door. Wow. That is clever. That is clever. But, Travis, what about when you're playing pool? Because that's important yeah. for the ones that are close to the, you know, the nooks mm. and the crannies. Oh, there was always plenty of cues to use. No, Dad, uh, Dad decided he didn't want to lift up the door every time he wanted to shut it, so he put the cue there. So it would, um, it would shut. He's a thinker. He's a thinker, your dad. Yeah. He does. Sacrifices, he does, Sean. Sacrifices. Mm. One less cue. The ability to leave the room. It's, it's priceless. Erin <laughs> is in Vic Park. Hi, Erin. Hi, guys. How are you going? Good, Erin. Oh, Aaron. now, what's the solution that you've come across at your place? Uh, well, it was our old place. So it was our front door. We lost the key. It was uh, the, the doorknob was one of those old school ones that you had to push, push the, you know, knob in um, yes. to lock it. It wasn't a deadlock or anything. Yeah. Anyway, so came home, no key. I was like, all right, what are we going to do? So I got a card out of my wallet, just thinking I've seen enough movies to make this work, <laughs> and just gave it a bit of a tip and shoulder while swiping the card down the side, it and that's work. how we got in for about... Four weeks until we got our door replaced. Brilliant, Erin. Erin, did you just did you try this anywhere else? Because the cards yeah. seem to work for you. I actually have. And, She's uh, calling from your place, Sean. <laughs> the Nathan, Nat, and Sean podcast. You know that learner pilot, Max Sylvester. Yes. Yeah. He spoke to all the news yeah, um, services yesterday. Yeah, brilliant. Still so calm, I know. so cool, so collected. Is everything you want in a pilot? I really hope he makes it. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he uh, did have this to say though. Uh, it was. I was pretty. Messed up in the head, to be honest. It was it was pretty hard to know that my instructor wasn't doing too well. Sort of fight and flight. That was it. He said it was fight a fight and flight, and flight situation. Yes. Poor choice oh, of words. Now, he chose flight, but also was that a choice of fight or flight? <laughs> he didn't have a choice. You've got to know, it's either fight or flight. He chose flight. Yeah, well, he couldn't But yet away. that was his fight, to choose yes. flight. Get what I'm saying? I'm hearing your word. Sometimes you can't use that term. <laughs> like when you're on a flight. When you're on a flight and you have to take over flying a plane. He had flight or flight. He had no choice. It was one way or the other. Well done. He's well done, brilliant. Max. It's an incredible story. I believe you, mate. Nathan, Matt and Sean. You guys got your lotto tickets out? No. Thursday night. 60, is it? 80. Or are we 80? 80. 80. 80. Just the right amount for me, I'd say. Yeah. Um, With all I, the deals you've done, yeah, you're probably right. I went and got one from Karen up, and then I went, wait, there, that's not, 
No, what I'm playing my, man? my man, my lucky man that's down the end of my street. So um, I went back in there and I thought I'll just pick up a little one just so I've yeah. got one from him. Because mm-hmm. as you know, I'm playing the man, not the game. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and um, I've told you all the random things that he's got in that place. Now there's a $99 fish tank in there. This is a deli. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think it's come from Seems his like house. Really good value. <laughs> it's just like, as soon as you walk in the door to the left now, there's a fish tank, suddenly appeared $99 on it. Looks like it's been around for a while. I'll see what he's doing. He's so following the like same him. formula as Al. <laughs> Whatever's around, we'll put it on the sale. He's got his uh, weekly special buys, knowing that you're going to pop in and you're most likely to this place, you got to look at it. There's like in the, in, the, in the fridge, there's like three bottles of milk. Like there's yeah. nothing in this place. From 1975. <laughs> Everything's yeah. covered in dust. I love it. it. All right, 80 million. It hasn't worked for him yet. It hasn't worked for me, but... You know these. Someone the, the other day, day someone the other day, like won a won a shitload, and mm. they um and they said uh, they've been playing the number uh, numbers for like twenty years mm. or something like that. This is but there's years. also a story the other day that that went through. You know what hasn't hasn't won, and and it was fifty fifty between people yep. picking their own numbers and just getting a mm. slip pick. Yeah, that's fine. I'm just on the slip pick mm. one. I'll be on that fifty. Mm. Yeah. yeah, you don't pick your own numbers, do nah. you? Mate? No, it's too hard. We're too lazy. You know what? I, I feel like only old people have their own numbers. Yeah, agreed. I do. I think. I think that once you've settled into the fact that you know you're, you're not going out, uh, you know, Ugg boots are your favourite f- footwear. Yeah. You then know. you have your own numbers. Then you have your own okay. numbers. You just sit there and you drink tea, and even when it's cold, you keep drinking it. That's when you got your own numbers. <laughs> there's rules. And, and there's a vague whiff of lavender there's everywhere a, you go. Yeah. It's not the good stuff though. It's chemical. You buy chemical lavender. You buy talcum powder. Oh yes. And, and, and you, use it. And you pick your own numbers. I don't know. I don't know why I'm joining in. Nathan, Nat, Sean, Nova, 937. So, Nathan, yesterday I felt like you, mm. which is a bit weird. Oh, I don't have you're this talking sort of about Flashpoint, aren't you? <laughs> yes. So, I filmed a Flashpoint yesterday, mm-hmm. which was on last night on Channel 7. Very full-on current affairs show, basically about, about Western Australian um, issues. Well, Brian Burke got a bit of coverage because yeah. he says some stuff about Mark McGowan. So, yeah. So the panel, so so Tim McMillan, we yeah. spoke to him yesterday about it, so he was he hosts it. The panel was um, the Premier, mm-hmm. um, the editor of the West Australian, yes, and the president of Fremantle Football Club and, well, building icon, yeah. Dal Orcock, and me, yep. who's not president of anything, <laughs> not the premier of anything, not, not the editor icon. of anything. They're all leaders. I'm just a follower. <laughs> well, Tell truly. Sean, what the subject matter was like. Well, so there we were discussing, um, you know, leadership and also so political leadership yep. essentially yep. because Brian Burke was having a bit of a, you know, it was a, the most backhanded of compliments he gave to Mike McGowan, which was basically saying that um, he's the best leader that we've got at the moment. As in, he's oh, the yeah. best of a bad lot. That's all I've been saying. There's nothing left in the fridge. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we're having that. Yeah, exactly. And the other thing we're talking about, you know, things that what we can do to improve Perth and Western Australia. Mm-hmm. And they're all talking like major infrastructure projects. And I'm like going, oh, I'd like to go shopping for a bit longer. And at like that point. Yeah. Natalie realised that's what I felt like when I was on the Game, Game of Thrones Friday. show. <laughs> but unfortunately for you, you couldn't just chuck out I like Khaleesi's dress. <laughs> oh, no, I did. I that totally was did. my out. <laughs> so how did you handle it now? Oh, you know, just with a bit of levity, did what I could. Because those guys would have dominated the space because they would have yeah, had, a little bit. you know, some yeah. big projects I've got to say, mind. I feel sorry for Dale Orcock at the moment because all anybody is asking him is who's coaching Fremantle. Yeah, right. Nobody cares about the CEO job. No. Every single person that came up to him said, so who's coach, Who's going to be coaching Fremantle? Picked a coach yet, Dale? Come yeah. on. You can tell us, Dale. Give us a wink. Yeah. Yeah. And after last night, 
It's Brian Burke. <laughs> <laughs> or me. Could go no, either way that. at this stage. Good job, mate. Get more Nathan, Nat and Sean weekdays from 6 on Nova 937.